Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. It's the only show that talks about new metal. Jesus, it never ends. Let's do it forever. I love that. (laughs) That is so good. Um, So slip. Sorry, I just have to go and get a baseball bat and hit it on a trash can. Yeah, you just need to go beat up some random nonsense. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So Slipknot. Paddy, were you a fan Slipknot. of Slipknot back in the day? I was. I, I really was. I loved them. I thought they were great. Um, and I, I went to see them as well. I had um, all their albums. I think already, as you say, the first three. I had the first three. And then after that, I had kind of moved on to other stuff. But yeah, yeah, I loved Slipknot. And at first, I wasn't into them. Like, I actually was more into some of the other new metal bands. And I always thought Slipknot were actually a step too far, mainly because... They were the metal band that, again, everyone was aware of and everyone thought was stupid and ridiculous and used to take the piss out of. And it's like, oh, yeah, you metalheads, you want to dress up in masks and rob graves and stuff. And then I was also kind of more into classic metal like Metallica and stuff. But I quickly came round to Slipknot after watching Kerrang! a lot. Right. OK. So, yeah, you were you were a little bit hesitant to get on board the Slipknot train. Initially, um, yes. To begin with, before then fully embracing the knot. Um, yeah, tie, how about you? Tying the knot with your love of Slipknot. Um, <laughs> so, knot. so I never really got on board with them at, in the same way that I did a lot of the other bands of the new metal scene when I was growing up. Um, oh, really? Yeah. So, so there were certain songs that I really loved, and we'll, we'll, I, I think we'll probably get on to what we love about them later on. But overall, I found them. A little bit, I, 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 I found that generally they didn't have the groove that I needed in the music that I was listening to. So um, a band that I really love is American Head Charge. And I, oh, I right. find that The War of Art is is a superior album to Slipknot stuff when doing kind of the same thing. And so in the back of my head, I was thinking, mm, I could be listening to something like like American Head Charge right now. Um, and, mm-hmm. and over time, I've grown to appreciate the music of the Slipknot, um, and, and and the Slipknot, of the Slipknot, which is their official <laughs> right, title. Right, um, but but yeah, at the time, like there were certain songs that I really loved, but there was something that kind of held me back from liking them. Um, and part of that was definitely the goofy aesthetic of them entire look um which i think we're going to be scoring them very high on the new metal scale um but, yeah but, but i have a feeling that they're going to do well but but something that i've recognized is re-listening to them now is the the album of theirs that i did really enjoy back at the time was iowa and god damn does that album hold up incredibly well in the modern day um yeah. that is an absolute machine of an album um and so yeah, that, there's, it's a, they're an interesting one. They're an interesting one because I guess there are big question marks about how much musically they even tie into the rest of the new metal scene. Um, for, for, for me, at least, I think they've got a lot more in common with things like um, like hardcore 
and and even a little bit of thrash in there um yeah. that, that makes them not that we are in the business of making these kind of very granular distinctions because we want to we want to allow anyone into our new metal club right yeah exactly and i mean there are a bunch of goofballs who wear stupid masks on stage and hit things <laughs> that that is the most new metal that anyone can ever be so i don't think we can we can but they certainly didn't like being uh, included in the new metal scene but yeah no. they, they they're part of the new metal scene they they wear boiler suits and stupid masks it's <laughs> this is the most quintessential <laughs> new metal thing you could ever do um but yeah but yeah so so were you a big fan of them from the off then you, you listened to the yeah, self-titled once I, yeah yeah once i got over my initial trepidation but i think this was after iowa had come out so yeah i guess it didn't really start listening to metal a lot till sort of 2002-3 when um yeah, Iowa had already been out for a little while. And then I really, I think, got into them quite seriously around the time that Volume 3, The Subliminal Versus, came out. And that was when I went to see them live where they were on the Unholy Alliance tour as a co-headline with Slayer and opening were Mastodon and Hatebreed. What a killer lineup is that? That is such a good lineup. Um, out, out of those bands, Mastodon are my favourite, I think. I really love Mastodon a lot. Um, not only is and they it... were amazing. Not only is it like the best metal band name you can ever think of, Mastodon is so good. Um, but yeah, they're now also is... the name of a social network. <laughs> yeah, the, the name of the, the social network for people that don't want to be on Twitter anymore. Um, it's, uh, yeah, but. Which but... is me. I haven't really tried it yet, but I've heard it's good. I've tried it. It's really boring and no one's on it. Is it? Yeah. Um... Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> It's uh, yeah. It's in in theory, it's fine, but it's a bit in... like the Warp Tour, am I right? Oh, <laughs> um, in in theory, it's fine, but um, but it's incredibly granular. The way that they've got it set up is incredibly granular, and no one's on it, and it lacks that immediate ease of use that Twitter has. Um, yeah. So it's almost it is like the hipsters' social network, and I think that really doesn't work in its favour. Um, because social networks need to be quick and easy to use and it's not so yeah mastodon sort it out mate not the band you guys are perfect and we love you (laughs) um but yeah um but there there is no social networks in slipknot the anti-social networks maybe because they're really angry and they don't they they don't like being told what to do these guys are furious. They're angry about everything, but you don't even really know what because you can't really make out a lot of what they're saying, but it's not a problem. Yes. And and I think the lyrical content or like the the the, the vocal styles as well is very unique in Slipknot and I think that's what that's that's almost what sets them apart more than any other band is it's that strange mixture of terrible shout rapping. And, and it is terrible, isn't it? And very good screaming. The actual screaming is very good. And then some. Did you ever give a damn in the first place? Maybe a time. What would happen if Will Smith got rabies? You'd get Slipknot. That's what happens. And decided to dress up in a gimp mask with spikes coming out of it, or a mask with a dick nose. Exactly. And so they they um they really sort of. And it's quite noticeable how much that element of it gets toned down over the years is, you know, on the first album, there's very much that kind of shout rap feel. And you think, oh, you guys are absolute dweebs. Um, And then and then it's a little bit less on Iowa and Iowa starts getting more into the technical aspect. And then again, uh, the uh, subliminal verses is very much sort of um, 
almost more metal focused but it's also got elements and it's a there's there's elements there that are a little bit more like stone sour which is a band that i really don't like um yeah i never really listened to them much they're fucking boring what happens (laughs) sorry he actually formed them before slipknot he did and there's a reason why slipknot were popular before them um sorry Corey taylor we love you we we really do um and we love the fact that you do karaoke and pretend that you're (laughs) you're not the singer of a great metal band but stone sours just they just sound like a bit of a dull grunge band really don't they and they had that really insipid ballad that was everywhere and it was on kerrang all the time i can't even remember i honestly can't remember any of their music the other guy from slipknot in it was in it as well the tall guy Yes, yeah, there was two of them, wasn't there? Jim Root. He's about six foot ten or something. Oh, really? Yeah. I love it. Um, in that case, Stone Sour, you guys are great. Please don't hit me. <laughs> um, but you always remember the other guy, the other guitarist, don't you? Mick Thompson. Mainly because he sounds like a guy who wants to sell you some plumbing parts around the back of a Chinese restaurant. <laughs> Mick, Mick, Mick Thompson's goods and services. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was definitely working through COVID-19 despite the lockdown. <laughs> Definitely. And he's the one with the best mask as well. Um, he's got the, the sort of metal he's man. He's got the real goggly eyes. The really angry serial killer in a bad slasher movie mask. And and yeah. to, to some extent they're all terrible slasher movie villains, the masks in Slipknot, but his is the most authentic slasher movie mask. Um something that I really love is that he used to be in a band called Body Pit, which I think is a wonderful metal band name. <laughs> Um, Actually, yeah all of this like a slipknot adjacent stuff is is full of those kind of names isn't it would you like to know some of the other names of bands that either slipknot was going to be or that they were involved in around the time before slipknot became a thing of course so, there's nothing i want to know more than that so pull my finger <laughs> that sounds more like one of limp biscuits that names. is definitely limp disco oh. It's definitely a, a, a Limp Bizkit name. Uh, pain Face. <laughs> that is awful. Um, the Pale Ones. Yeah. Wasn't that what they were called before? They were yeah. Slipknot? Yeah. And then um, ended up uh, rolling out to Slipknot in the end, which I think is a better name. Although I seem to remember that wasn't there some kind of controversy when they were getting started out and they were getting very popular that where there was a website called slipknot.com or something like that and it was run by a load of people that love knitting and 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 they and they kept getting bombarded with hate messages from slipknot fans saying you motherfuckers this isn't slipknot it's like actually give up the url yeah yeah that kind of thing i swear something like that happened back in the day Um, if that means that a bunch of very very hard guys um like Slipknot had to pay some knitting people to give up their URL. That is hilarious. I mean, I really hope that happens. That's the thing I really want to know. Slipknot, did you have to pay a bunch of grannies to yeah. <laughs> to give up their website for you? Um, yeah, that's what their song Tattered and Torn is about. <laughs> because they're not very good at knitting. All their scarves are, uh, are just torn. They tried to knit their own masks, but it didn't, go, didn't work very well. <laughs> Just really bad balaclavas everywhere. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, so in in terms of Slipknot, uh, what's interesting about Slipknot is that they're they're still going. They released an album last year. It's p- mm-hmm. pretty good by all accounts. I gave it a listen yeah. um, when it first came out, and I've I've re-listened to it now. So it's a pretty decent album. 
Um, but their lineup has changed ridiculously over the years. So like, um, yeah. so Corey Taylor wasn't the original singer. It was some some other fella um, who sang on their their sort of demo album before before Slipknot was released. Um, Mate, feed, kill, repeat. <laughs> great Limp Bizkit s name there. Um, yeah. And, and and so there's been a few people that have kind of been been part of the band long term um but there it's a really segmented sort of um history of different different members and lots of friction behind the scenes as well is there is more drama in slipknot yeah. than there is in endubs and i never thought i'd think of a band having more drama but there wasn't there only three of them yeah yeah but uh, unless but, dappy's hiding six more people under his multiple hats that, that's definitely what's happening <laughs> um but and it goes well, what's to... interesting about this slipknot story is that the clown is the guy who founded it and he was originally the main drummer and then he's like nah you know what i want to get loads of other people in so i can run around on stage and hit <laughs> like hit empty beer barrels <laughs> to, and dress up as a clown and to be and fair, i respect that yeah what more could you ask of life i would definitely prefer to do that than anything else in life just put on a silly outfit hit a load of things on stage and get people cheering for me yeah. why, why do you think the blue man group do what they do <laughs> yeah slipknot basically just the blue man group with darker <laughs> themes yeah right? they're, they're the furious teenage blue man group um yeah <laughs> Um, but i but i do think that you know in spite of all of the jokes there are some very very good songs in there and some very very good albums i think iowa and the subliminal verses are both pretty good examples of what that era of music could sound like um where where iowa is this chaotic and relatively samey album um where Mm -hmm. there's this very clear theme running through it and and this total familiarity across all of the songs um and then the subliminal verses is much more varied and interesting um you know there's there's slower songs like vermilion um obviously duality is the number one banger of slipknot if duality is objectively their best song and it's like probably should be in like the top 10 metal songs ever or something or something because it is so good it's a perfect metal song It is incredibly good. Um, maybe not in the top ten of all time because we need to make space for at least ten corn songs. Oh yeah, yeah, obviously. yeah. That's that's coming around the <laughs> which corner. Which is coming around the corner. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, uh, Duality I think is easily their best song. And if if Duality isn't your favourite Slipknot song, you're wrong. It is so good. Um, and and I think I I guess that was also kind of the moment where they went from being the scary ones mm. that the weird kids listen to into being something that got played a lot more. And I seem to remember a lot more people recognizing them yep. as an actual bunch of musicians rather than just a gimmick um, with the release of duality. And that's not to say that their early music wasn't good. Cause I mean, I think, you know, I, I'm a big fan of Iowa and I think some of the songs off that are really good. Um, I mentioned to you earlier today <laughs> that it's a real shame that My Plague <laughs> is a song that is forever tied to the Resident Evil movie because I think that is definitely in their top five songs. It's a really good metal song and um, it's it's got that really good kind of slipknot 
chorus that they're they're the only band that can really pull off where it's got this kind of pop hook but with that ferocity yeah, what's and catchier than atonal feel equal behind the riffs over and, and somehow over. it all works together and then suddenly it goes like it compresses it so it's people equal shit yeah what more do you want <laughs> Um, genuinely though that is my favorite Slipknot song it's it builds perfectly you know what I mean it's and it has like when it leads up into the second chorus it's the same riff but it's like muted and then suddenly everything drops out it's just the scream it's it's a perfect song it is really good um it it's that that's the kind of ferocity that Slipknot could really put into their sound and and sometimes they went too far with that anger and it really just became kind of like a thrash metal or a hardcore punk sound which i'm not always in the mood for and i find that music quite boring um but sometimes they hit that perfect note and and people equal shit is the is a really good example of that another really good example is left behind as well which i think is underrated yeah um that i think is almost the precursor to duality isn't it where like he actually started doing some melodic singing yeah exactly it's it's it's, but and it's also got that weirdness to it that slipknot at their best never really lose um like um duality is an example of one that has a lot of weirdness in it where he's sort of going yeah when he's singing and he's like what what the hell was that it's great like pierce Um, brosnan (laughs) yeah precisely um and um and so yeah i think I think Slipknot, when when they're at their best, they combine that weirdness, they combine that anger, and they still have those hooks in. Um, and sometimes they lose it in one way. So it might be, I think a lot of the first album doesn't really have the hooks that it needs. No. Um, I Wait think and Bleed of, is, is really good. That, again, it starts with a little bit of melodic singing and then it gets stupid. But yes, that yeah. is a, that's a good song, I think. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, uh, and some of the other stuff off that first album is really good as well. Um, the guitars on the album are really strange, actually. Like if you listen to like "Spit It Out," when it goes, it's going, and then you got "Surfacing," which has that like tapping riff. It's really weird. Yeah, and I, th- it's um, it's interesting because it's it's there's there's elements of that that feel very very um, very very new metal in a way that none of their other music really sounds as new metal. So some of those strange guitar sounds are very reminiscent of the kind of stuff that Korn was doing, almost a little bit like Limp Bizkit was doing, where there's these almost hip-hop influences in there, where they're trying, they're almost recreating how hip-hop samples would sound in a metal song, but with traditional metal instrumentation. Um, and and they kind of lost that over time, and they've they they almost form their own kind of soundscaping really um and 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 so that 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 first slipknot album i think has dated a little bit worse than the other two just because yeah it feels much more of that era than the others do um the production on that album isn't great as well either i don't know if you feel this when you're listening to it maybe it's just in comparison to iowa but it sounds really weirdly tinny yeah yeah um because it was um it was done by uh, Ross Robinson and I think that was the first time they worked together um but I think maybe they had significantly more budget and maybe more of an idea of what they wanted to do um after that um and I think there there is that definite tinny sound to it it sounds quite odd the 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 vocals feel quite 
young in a way that doesn't really suit the music as well um uh but yeah so so it was ross robinson who does a lot of um did a lot of new metal so he did um a lot of corn stuff yeah um, he then did a lot of post hardcore stuff so things like out the drive-in um and so he was a real sort of um real sort of forerunner of that scene um and again it, it's almost as though after that he he sort of came into his own as well um so he also did iowa um i'm not sure if he did i the the subliminal verses as well um but uh but he did an awful lot of those movies in that scene and a funny fact for you uh he did vex red's album do you remember vex red vaguely yeah they they had a, an album um <laughs> which we'll, we'll talk about them at some point on here because i think they're a very underrated um band of that era um but yeah it's it's they're slipknot i don't know i don't know man I think they're going to, they deserve to score quite high on this list, but musically, I think they had a a really strong two album period. And then the rest of their stuff, either side of that, I'm not really sure how much it, it sort of uh, emulates what, when they're at their peak, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I listened to the newer stuff just for this. I hadn't listened to anything since the Subliminal Verses until recently. Um, and I thought it was all right. I thought it was fine. It was it was Slipknot. You know, it was un- unmistakably them, but I didn't feel like it improved upon their earlier work or was as good as Iowa. No. Um, yeah, I think if you're going to listen to Slipknot, if you're not a huge fan of theirs, then you're probably happy with just two albums. Yeah. Um but I, I do think that there's there's a consistency, but it's not quite at the same level as the rest of it, um, which which I think is a bit of a shame. Um, the one thing I will say though is that they have continued to be goofy, yeah, and, <laughs> and kind of embarrassing. I still don't think today I could proudly say my favourite band is Slipknot. No, no, that would still be a very embarrassing thing to say. And I think when we get to talking about cringe factor, they're going to score pretty high on that they're, as well. They're going to be very high on the cringe factor. Genuinely, like, um, I've been listening to them while I've been doing the washing up, as you know, <laughs> a lot. But, um, yeah, like, People Equal Shit is a really is an anthem. Like, duality is really, really good. A lot of their music is actually quite interesting. But you're never quite sure whether the fact that they have multiple percussionists and a guy in a, a spiky gimp mask who does samples and a keyboardist and a DJ who you can hear on maybe one track ever out of 20, whether all that stuff is interesting or just really stupid. And it kind of walks that line. <laughs> and I think for me, it definitely falls into the really stupid camp, but <laughs> I'm glad it's there. And I think Slipknot without all of the dumb shit would not be as good as band, even if it still leaves you feeling a little bit dirty that you've listened to it. Yeah. No, it, without all that stuff, it would just be any old metal band, really, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. And so you need that that sample once every two albums. Yeah. And you need to hear that ever so slight clang of someone hitting a big metal drum with a baseball bat. <laughs> the DJ guy in a gas mask at the start of a song playing a sample that goes... Rrr, rrr. Before the guitar yeah. start, exactly, exactly. I think you need all of that nonsense. You need that shout rapping. Um, yeah, a hip, a hip, a hip, hip popping, a hip, hip pop. I can't stop a rocking. <laughs> I hate my parents because they made me tidy my bedroom. Yeah, um, I'm gonna say fuck a lot. <laughs> I'm gonna and, say and shit a lot. 
and and Slipknot's another band that, and and I think they're probably the f- the first band we've really talked about here that truly matches the lyrical content that a lot of new metal bands did. Because obviously, um, System of a Down um, really had a very political edge, um, and then a very absurdist edge. Um, Papa Roach had a real versatility to the kind of things that they they wrote about. Yeah, um, and singular Limp indestructible Bizkit. droids, for example. Yeah, they talked a lot about robots. Um, yeah, <laughs> and and cockroaches and snakes, um, and then Limp Bizkit were all over the place with a load of old nonsense shit. Um, and and so Slipknot are Gold kind of Cobra. the first <laughs> douchebag. I'm a fuck you up. Um, <laughs> Slipknot are the first band that we've talked about on this podcast that have really stuck to their guns with vague nihilism which is the overall and and that's that's the overall ideology of new metal really is that vague anger and vague nihilism um and 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 so it is hard when you when you look at the lyrical content of slipknot songs it's hard to really pinpoint exactly what they're about apart from being about pain and anger yeah um and occasionally stuff and occasionally there's little hints towards other things like, oh, I'm a bit mad, I am. Or, um, or I'm suffering I, here. Or fucking girlfriend trouble. And and you kind of get that vague sense of that and vague sense of like phonyism and being against phonies and stuff like that. And every, every so yeah. often you get those kind of things. And it all it all ties up in this package of yeah we don't give a shit man but we're angry anyway and 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 that is the driving force of new metal so slipknot were the first the first band that we've we've listened to on this podcast that have really got that message down um and i'm not sure how well that has aged i'm not gonna lie yeah (laughs) um but it does typify that era doesn't it but yeah it does It, it really it really feels authentically new metal in the way that they are angry about something but what that something is, we're not entirely sure. And that's okay. You can just be angry about things. Yeah, of course. Which is good. Sometimes it comes across as more of a fuck you, I won't tidy my bedroom. And sometimes it comes across as fuck the world, I'm suffering blood and stuff. Yeah, fuck you, my bedroom's covered in blood. Uh, <laughs> and things like that. Um, I, I, I think, yeah, there's also that, that sense of... Um, just vague anger that that's misplaced which which kind of shows exactly why um adolescent boys got into this music so well as well where you could it's something where you could have that catharsis through the music you were listening to yeah for sure and it was great for that at the time yeah yeah exactly exactly um so so yeah slipknot they have their place yeah and the mask Um, things are funny it's funny to actually go and look at all the individual members and the numbers and the roles that they have and stuff this kind of weird like semi-mythology that they built up that doesn't really go deeper than here's my weird mask (laughs) it's just here's a mask check out my mask um and one thing that's that's really disappointed me is that they never released a fighting game where you picked your random Slipknot man and then beat up other Slipknot men. Um, Slipknot, we know you're listening because yep. you love us. Big fans. You not love us after this episode, but we love you. Um, release a fighting game where you choose Spiky Gimp Mask, Angry Clown, Serial Killer, Gas Mask bag DJ, on the head. Back on um, head. 
or my my new favorite do you know that they got a new member last year after a contractual dispute with one of the other members yeah the dick nose um, guy he's yeah. he's gone he's gone and he's been replaced by tortilla man <laughs> yeah i saw this but i couldn't find i didn't look up any pictures so <laughs> he's got the most boring mask in the world is it a tortilla well <laughs> Well, I don't know. It looks kind of just like um, a skin-coloured gimp mask, almost. Um, but yeah, he's Tortilla Man. Oh yeah, that's rubbish. Um, it is. It is the worst Slipknot mask. Sorry, Tortilla Man. I'm. I'm sorry to say that it is not the best. It looks like the bottom of my oven. <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> you, you've 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 cooked up some burgers and you've put the oily pan into the sink to cool down and this is what's left behind if you'll excuse the pun um and uh <laughs> and a little fun fact for you did you know that gilbert got free <laughs> he he said that he was tortilla man last year i don't think he was telling the truth but god damn no because i'm looking at a thing here it says slipknot's tortilla man accidentally reveals his identity <laughs> Gilbert no it's jeff goldblum oh i mean that would be almost <laughs> as good but could could you imagine if you were if you were a slipknot show and then gilbert goffrey just appeared <laughs> just pulled off the mask and was like all right motherfuckers <laughs> it would be so good it would be so good no, apparently his name is Michael Pfaff, and he's played with um, the clown Sean Crahan in some other bands. Okay, okay. Um, we still do not stand Tortilla Man just yet. No. He needs to earn his place. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, which mask is your favourite? Oh, well, I do love I do love the serial killer. Yeah. I love I love serial killer mask. Um I also like Spiky Gimp. I'm I think I'm going to go with the Spiky Gimp. He's great because he always he looks like you'd have to keep your distance from him on stage. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, could you imagine like on this kind of stages that we play on if we were all wearing <laughs> Spiky Gimp masks? There would be so many injuries. Yeah. Yeah, and again, looking at early videos of Slipknot where they're all on this on like small stages <laughs> it is hilarious. Whereas now, you know, I saw some footage of them last year. They've got the two percussionists on these like 12 foot risers above the rest of the band. It's ridiculous, but great. I mean, I would love to go. and I've never seen Slipknot. I would love to go and see them live. I, I really loved that gig. It was one of the, one of my favorite shows I've ever been to. I think Slayer were amazing. Mastodon were amazing. Hatebreed were fine as an opening act. Poor Hatebreed. <laughs> Hate breed were fine. They're fine. We could talk about them on the show, I guess. They're just about sort of new metal adjacent, aren't they? Yeah, I think there's other bands that we need to speak about first, but Hate Breed could make it on. Slayer um, on that tour were doing the thing where they genuinely actually made it rain blood on stage, and it was incredible. Oh, amazing! And I think they they were swapping who was headlining each, who was the, on last each night, but playing the same length set. So Slipknot were on last that night, actually. And yeah, they were awesome. They did that thing with Spit It Out where they make everyone sit on the floor and then jump up when he says jump the fuck up. That's great. Oh, very nice. Man, yeah, I, w- I would love to see them. I've I've heard they are amazing live. And I think they're still supposed to be amazing live as well. Yeah, the video um, from last year was actually really good. It was at a festival and yeah. they, they had a huge banner that came down as they started playing People Equal Shit as the opener. And it was great. But Corey Taylor was wearing this like white face mask that looked like really death metal-y. Or like black metal-y. The vibe was actually a little bit sort of, as I said, early 90s black metal almost. 
Oh, amazing. Um, yeah, because I remember his his original mask from back in the day was the weird sort of rubbery one with the dreadlocks. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which was hilarious. And, so, and then actually, I really yes, liked the yeah. one that he has around the duality time in the duality video where it's just like a sort of... Um, torn face but something about that one i thought actually looked really good but maybe that was because seeing that video i remember was like actually genuinely the first time i started to actually take them seriously even though i'd listened to some of their stuff and i thought it was good i was like that was the moment i went okay these guys are actually a really good band and i don't care if people take the piss i'm not going to start wearing a boiler suit myself and you know they're maybe moving away from that now and that's fine but it's okay that they did that yes yeah exactly exactly also perfect Um, band for annoying parents Annoying oh, your yeah, parents. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean. This is this is definitely the band that would make your parents scared that you were a satanist. Yeah. Whereas with Limp Biscuit, it's like, okay, yeah, it was just rude. You know, they they disliked it because it was like wearing a hat indoors and being disrespectful. With Slipknot, it's like, yeah, we're worried that my son's genuinely going to go and rob a grave. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You think is is this guy gonna? open up some kind of ancient puzzle box and unleash Hellraiser on us all. <laughs> um, that, that kind of thing. Yeah. But um, to be fair to my dad, he bought me a ticket to go and see them with Slayer. So fair enough. So yeah, your, your dad is cool. He was cool with it. We, he used to yeah. take the piss, obviously, but he was cool with it. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. Oh boy, I have just looked at Corey Taylor's latest mask. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? It is. That is a weird it's got, mask. He's got a ch- real church burning vibe, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, and he, he's wearing like a long trench coat on stage now as well. Oh, okay. Um, Spike Gimp is still Spike Gimp. Spike Gimp is still Spike Gimp. Clown is still Clown. I mean, there's clown is you can have clown. different types of Clown, can't you? Yeah, you can. You can mix it up with the Clown mask. Um, Mick Thompson yeah, still wants to uh... sell you some piping. <laughs> it's just a banner drops and rather than people equal shit it's like come get some copper wire out back after the show yeah it's just a car boot sale there's five like ford (laughs) fiestas all lined up come get your ford fiestas comes with a free slipknot cd (laughs) yeah that's how they got started they were selling them out the back of cars in pub car parks (laughs) it just every every car that you sold um, came with a Slipknot CD and people were like, oh, this is music. I better check out who these guys are. Yeah, everyone's driving away from Mick Thompson's car showroom, blasting out people <laughs> equal shit. <laughs> Deals equal good. Deals equal good. That was their advert. It yeah, was on the radio all the time. You couldn't miss it. That's how it went. <laughs> Don't get left behind by missing out on these low, low prices. <laughs> Oh dear. <laughs> um, right. Um, okay. Also, with the newer members, after Joey Jordison quit, I think, a few years ago, he was replaced by Jay Weinberg, who interestingly is the son of Max Weinberg, who is the drummer in the E Street band with Bruce Springsteen. Oh, really? Yeah, and also he used oh, to be in Against okay. Me, and I saw him play with Against Me, and he was really good. Oh, right. Okay. I did not know that. That is very cool. So, yeah, it's weird. He's like younger than us, and the rest of them are about 50. But. Because um, Joey Jordison, he um, he was also in Murder Dolls, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, I never really liked them. I always thought they were a bit stupid. 
<laughs> they were very stupid. Rubbish. That's why I liked them. Well, I, I didn't necessarily like them, but I thought there was something very funny about them. They had that that cover version of White Wedding. Oh, that was God, that was on while. Kerrang! all the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, where they were kind of doing that thing where they're like, hey, are we going to be like... Um, are we going to be like Slipknot or are we going to be like Marilyn Manson, which are where we both came from? <laughs> or are we going to be like some weird bastardization of the two? But, and that's yeah. where they were. <laughs> the singer was called Wednesday 13. <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, oh, oh God, I'd totally forgotten about their version of White Wedding. It's a nice day to never have to think about that cover version. Thank you for digging that out from the back of my br- the recesses of my brain. <laughs> You are you are more than welcome. Yeah, and they've all got side um, projects as well, so that is nice. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, for sure. Apart from um, the spiky gimp guy, who probably just seems like the kind of guy who goes home to his house, which literally is devoid of all furniture, and just sits there and stares at the wall. <laughs> He's just there until the next show, yeah. and then he gets up and leaves. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh dear. So, have you got any other little anecdotes you'd like to share? Uh, no, I. That's it, really. I did used to really, really like them, and I think it, they have a really, really impor- important place in music history. Because there were other masked bands, you know. Obviously, Mushroomhead claimed that Slipknot stole it from them. Um, and to be fair, Mushroomhead were doing it first, but then you know, there can be multiple masked bands, can't there? But like, yeah, the the particular place that they that they have in metal and music history as a whole, you know, everyone know everyone knows who they are. Everyone was aware of them at the time. And the the sort of controversy that they caused, and you know, it's worth recognizing and reflecting on that, isn't it? Yes, yeah, for sure. Um, also, were you aware of the lawsuit with Burger King? <laughs> what? No. I didn't know this until I was doing research for this. Um, <laughs> where is it? Yeah, Slipknot's 2005 lawsuit against Burger King said the company created the advertising-based band Cock Rock, and that is spelt C O Q R O Q to capitalise on Slipknot's image. Burger King responded with a countersuit, saying many other bands such as Mr. Bungle, Mushroomhead, Mudvayne, Kiss, Insane Clown, Bossy and Guar have used masks as part of their images. After negotiations, the advertising campaign and lawsuit were withdrawn. But I did not know this, but Burger King created a band that is, does look a lot like Slipknot. They like actually wrote songs for it and everything, and I wasn't aware of this at all. I think it was only in the US. Yeah, I'm just having a look at an image now. Um, yeah, there's some definite guar energy there, actually. Yeah, really bizarre. Um, like, how would this get people into Burger King to eat chicken fries? <laughs> and there's, like, music videos of people in chicken suits jumping around. Um, this show just shows you the kind of stupid money that brands had for advertising pre-financial crash. <laughs> can, can I just say, though, can I just say, nothing says anti-establishment metal band like trying to sue a burger chain for having another <laughs> band with masks on and that is the, that is genuinely one of the most pathetic things i've ever heard yeah because because yeah I'm, I'm looking at some photos now there's i'd say they are closer to guar than they are to slipknot there's no boiler suits in place no um, i'm not seeing any wearing, spiky gimps no they're just wearing silly masks and obviously the lead singer is just like a terrifying chicken man um which, to be fair, is better than Tortilla Man. Yeah, <laughs> maybe actually, yeah, Tortilla Man is supposed to remind people that that happened. Maybe, maybe, um, 
<laughs> maybe Chipotle should uh, sue uh, sue Slipknot <laughs> for using the word tortilla in one of their characters. Yeah, definitely. Taco Bell sues <laughs> Slipknot for tortilla man. Uh, yeah, come on, Taco Bell. We know. We, we we know we know you listen every week. Do it. We know that you listen every week. Um, anyway, right. So, shall we move on to ranking? Yes. Let's. So, just a reminder to our listeners: this is not ranking things to find the best new metal band, but the most new metal band. So, we have several different criteria that we will go through, and then it will come up with a percentage rating through our high tech new metal calculator, and we will see where Slipknot ranks on the new metal scale. Sounds good. Right. So, Paddy, if you can give me your scores, please, for... We'll start with riff quality. Uh, I'm going to go seven on this. I think a lot of their songs have very, very good riffs, but it's not necessarily the first thing that you think of, is it? Because they've got so much going on, and because of all the samples and DJ scratching and other nonsense, it presents much more of a sonic tapestry. But if you do actually stop and listen to what's going on underneath the chorus of something like People Equal Shit, there is actually a very good riff there. Yeah, I'd agree with that. That's the lowest we've given for riff quality so far. And I think Slipknot's riff riff catchiness is definitely lower than the other bands that we've seen. Yeah. Um, and in part, that's because it does get lost in that overall sound. But equally, some of them are a bit weird and a bit atonal. So, yeah, you're not going to get the same things that you get with System of a Down or Limp Bizkit, for no. instance, in terms of that, that superior riffage. Yeah. Um, so, catchy chorus quality. Uh, yeah, again, I'd probably go maybe even lower on this and give it a six because a lot of their songs don't have catchy choruses, but when they do, they are really good. So like the ones that I really like are the ones that do have catchy choruses, like People Equal Shit, Duality, Wait and Bleed and stuff. But a lot of their stuff isn't really about the catchy choruses. It's about the overall energy. Yes, yeah, exactly. And and I think you can have a catchy chorus, which also is just shouting. Um, and, and Slipknot's able to do that every so often. But yeah, they're not they're not as focused on uh, on the choruses as some of the other bands that we've seen so far. Um, but I think now we're going to see Slipknot coming to their own with the next few categories. So first up, we've got theatrics. <laughs> yeah, this is like a nine, I think. This is very, very high. Yeah. Yeah, they are ridiculous. They're they're just all over the place. They're wearing boiler suits. They're wearing stupid masks. Yeah, they're they're running around hitting things with bats. And they're trying to pretend um, that each mask has like a really distinct identity. And then you dig below the surface, and it's like, nope, it's a dick nose. Nope, it's a dick nose. Nose looks like a dick. <laughs> Waggle it around. <laughs> That's my mask. <laughs> yep. So, but uh, I also so love next... the way that they play. If you watch like videos of them, a lot of their songs when they're playing, they're like doing this really low head banging, where they're like really low to the ground, or that kind of like Mick Thompson does that thing where his legs are really far apart, almost like Robert Trujillo from Metallica. And I love that as well. There's a th- there's a, a metal theatricality to that that I really like as well. Yes. Yeah. For sure. They they have got <clears throat> that down to a T. Um, and then I think we're, we're also going to be scoring them very high on number of superfluous <laughs> band members because yeah. thinking about it, we have got Limp Bizkit, Papa Roach, and System of a Down so far. Two of those bands are four pieces, for God's yeah. sake. And then Slipknot at its peak was what nine people? Yeah, nine. Do people. they necessarily create a larger Sonics? sort of soundscape than Papa Rachel system of a down despite having almost three times as many members I'd say that that's true for maybe 
10% of their songs. The rest of the time, those people are there to run around on stage. <laughs> <Yeah>, exactly. <laughs> There's just uh, Slipknot is a band of five people and then hype men, really, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> so. Because most of the so, time yeah, so what I, you're hearing is those low detuned guitars, which sound great. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um so so what are you gonna rank them for the number of superfluous uh, band members? Uh, let's go eight. Go eight for them. Yeah. yeah. Um so the next one is a category that I think is a little bit it's a little bit tricky. So hair colour and style variety. And I'm not too sure about Slipknot here because their hair color and style variety is covered up by masks a lot of the but time. Not not all the time. So like Corey Taylor had that red hair in the duality era that was quite visible and like Mick Thompson and Jim Root you could always see their massive long hair but not much variation in the color. But yeah, and sometimes sometimes some of the masks have hair bits attached. So sometimes the clown mask has orange hair. Yeah, but you're right. Sometimes it is hidden, so there's not a lot you could say there. So maybe it's safe to just go like a five and give it a kind of reasonably neutral score. Yeah, I think a five is a good bet here because there are those little snippets of it. And equally, I like it when their masks cut away and you can see their big, big beards. That's always nice. <laughs> but I think yeah. if we're looking at if we're looking at some of the other bands that we'll be looking at further down the line in terms of hair color and style variety, I think it's important to to keep in mind the the stupidity of new metal hair that is coming up in the near future um but i i, I think up next we've got goof factor and i think this is going to yeah. be pretty pretty high right <laughs> talking yeah. slipknot here i'll give i'll give this an eight i think yeah yeah because um, there, there is not... a sort of a bit of a, a gloomy seriousness to it that prevents it from hitting the nine or ten, but it is ultimately major goofy and major stupid. But because it's so, it's behind that kind of that angriness, rather than being a sort of Fred Durst like rude, rude guy who'd come up to you and like knock your hat off. This is someone who'd come up to you and like scream fuck in your face, and that kind of takes the edge off it a bit, doesn't it? yeah it's he's fred fred, uh, fred durst is sorry to call back to our other podcast but he's almost like one of the gun boys from <laughs> Julia, really, isn't he? yeah i'll link to that um, episode <laughs> um, yeah whereas whereas slipknot are really fucking grumpy like they are the grumpiest men in the world um which does take away from the goof factor in some ways but also adds to the goof factor in other ways because can you really be that earnestly angry whilst you're wearing a dick nose mask <laughs> in a boiler suit yeah or um, running around so, dressed as a clown yeah, exactly. with not much to do apart from occasionally hit some barrels yeah the true double-edged sword of new metal uh seriousness yeah um and so our final category is the cringe barometer for 2020 so how cringy did you feel listening to slip uh, I, I did feel it to be honest i i felt it a lot um i'll give it a seven let's say because it wasn't as as bad as i was expecting but I did still feel a bit, yeah, this is like an embarrassing band that I used to listen to in my teens. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Because um, you, you can argue for their music being interesting on a number of levels, which we have done. But ultimately, if you were to have that conversation with anyone, they'd be like, yeah, mate, but it's Slipknot. Slipknot! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you if you talk to, <laughs> like, your mate's dad... <laughs> about about slipknot like, what are they gonna think yeah oh god um, i remember slipknot yeah slipknot and then he'd be like yeah your mate used to like them and he'd be like, shut up dad no i didn't 
yeah exactly exactly um right so i'm just feeding through our final scores into the calculator now um, i should have provided a, a sample for this shouldn't i <laughs> really should um but we'll, we'll, we'll do it we'll do it anyway so that was a clown hitting a can uh, a smaller can this time because you know there's not so much room in in the pod studio um so we have come up with our final score here um and slipknot is at 71.42 percent new metal percentage uh s- <laughs> God, remember that sound. I do remember that sound. Oh dear. Um, that was the uh, the intro to Slipknot's classic. Um, <laughs> mode dial-up. M equals dial-up. <laughs> mode M equals fuck off. <laughs> um, so, anyway, right. So Slipknot, they are at 71.42% new metal, which actually puts them in first place in our new metal rankings. They have leapfrogged Limp Bizkit. By how much? first place so limbiscuit was at 67.14 percent um so so limbiscuit really fell down in terms of the number of superfluous band members mm. and uh and hair color and style variety and equally their theatrics weren't too good so slipknot they might not have musically captured the feel of new metal as much as some other bands but they looked really fucking stupid <laughs> and looking really fucking stupid <laughs> is a huge part of what made new metal great in a way that everybody so, will remember Yes, exactly. So new metal, slipknot, hand in hand, they are currently number one in the new metal percentage rankings. Wow. Who's gonna top that, I wonder? Well, I think next week we might have next episode's got potential. Um because we are gonna be looking at the grandfathers of new metal. Our, our kilt-wearing, bagpipe-playing, <laughs> dreadlocked, seven-string guitared lads, Korn. K-O-R-N. K-O-R-N with a backwards R because that is incredibly cool. Cool spelt with a K and a backwards O. Um, yeah, let's bring it. Let's let's talk Korn, my friend. Yep. Something will take a part of me. Something lost and rediscovered on pod Durst. yeah nice i'm looking forward to that but yeah it was it was great to talk about slipknot yeah i i enjoyed really I, I enjoyed re-listening to them i think i'm probably going to be able to put iowa back in regular rotation hmm. when i'm listening to angry music it's been nice to to re-listen to that album. yeah no, gen- genuinely this podcast has gotten me back into metal overall and has had me just like listening to metal, as you say, the times when I'm cooking or doing the washing up and stuff. And I've been rediscovering metal more broadly and going back into like stuff I used to like, like a lot of power metal and symphonic metal and stuff. So I've been getting on a lot of that as well. Go- listening to a lot of Dragon Force and stuff like that as well, which makes <laughs> oh, makes Force. cooking very enjoyable. But like, yeah, <laughs> genuinely, this has been a lot of fun. And, you know, when I'm in those moments, like I think People Equal Shit is going to sneak in there quite, quite gonna- regularly. It's gonna reappear. It's gonna reappear, especially when you know we're going through a time of supreme idiocy. So you know, genuinely, it's a good song for today's government and today's people who won't stay home and are going to contribute to a second wave of the coronavirus in England. So, because people equal shit. Yeah, exactly. 
All right. Oh. Thank you. Thanks a lot for listening. Uh, we really, really appreciate it. You can find us on Twitter at Poddurst. Um, get in touch. Let us know your thoughts about Slipknot. We'll be back next time to talk about corn. <laughs> Alrighty then. Bye-bye. Bye bye. <laughs>